Welcome to CX Today with me, David Dungo. Today, we're going to be talking about agent experience. I have with me Nick Beardsley from OneCom and Thomas John from Five9. Welcome to the show, guys. How are we today? I'm very well. Um, thank you for inviting me to be involved in today. Yeah, likewise. It's great to be part of this, David. Thank you. Great. Well, look, before we get into today's discussion, um, should we do a few introductions? Uh, Nick, do you want to kick us off? Tell us a bit about yourself and uh, the business. Yeah, of course. Uh, Nick, I'm the Enterprise Director here at OneCom. We're uh, a leader in cloud and business communications. And with OneConnect, which is our contact centre practice and our, our suite of uh, CX services, you know, we work with some of the most recognisable brands, household names, in terms of improving CX and performance of their contact centre through innovation from the cloud, partnering with 5.9. Superb. And uh, Thomas? Sure, yes. So I'm Thomas John. I work for 5.9. I'm Vice President of Partners here in Europe, Middle East and Africa. And for us, uh, internationally as a region, our partner ecosystem is a critical component and partners like OneCom are key to our success here in the CCAS market, which is contact center as a service, pure cloud, and have been doing this for 20 years now as a company since we're founded as a leader of contact center in the cloud. Thanks for that, Thomas. So, uh, well, on the, on the five nine front, obviously some, some big news there that broke this week. We're not going to talk about that just yet. We'll save that for the, the end of the conversation. But uh, let, let's dive in today, into today's topic around agent experience. Um, Nick, should we start with you? Uh, you know, what do you see as the biggest challenges uh, today for businesses with regards to uh, this, this, this phrase we all know as agent experience? I think there's two big challenges that we're seeing right now. I think the first challenge is frustration, actually. I think agents' frustration. I think they're frustrated that they can't meet the expectations of customers now. I think in the main, agents want to do a great job. And they've got a tough job sometimes. They're at the cold face. Yeah? Um, but if they haven't got the right tools, they're managing customers that in the main are more informed than what they are. You know, if you think about consumers now, you know, we're really informed. We go online, uh, we check information, we're connecting to contact centers using tools that we use in our everyday life. You know, it could be the web, it could be social, it could be a chat platform. You know what? We just expect it to be working. We expect it to be a good experience um, and we expect the agents to have all of the answers. It is the way we are. Yeah, um, agents want to do a great job, but if they're working within a contact center where they haven't got those tools, it's difficult for them. The customer experience is bad. That reflects back on the agent. That drives frustration, you see. So I think really from a, a CX perspective and from a contact center, I think we've almost got a duty now. Give the people the right tools to do the jobs because you know, we talk about well-being and, 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 you know, and, and agent engagement, that type of stuff. I think the first thing we need to think about is how do we empower agents to do a good job? Because otherwise they just get really frustrated. If they're frustrated, it will have an impact on the agent experience. Excellent. Well, look, let's let's talk about you know those, those those tools from from someone who helps make and develops those tools. So, Thomas, you know the, the the vendor in the room. You know, tell us from your side where do you where do you see the big challenges at the moment? Yeah, Nick hit the nail on the head there, David. It's a great question. We see um, the convergence of two lines. We got the technological 
convergence as well as the demographic we're talking about. And that's important to understand that both are at a very unique moment in time. So when we talk about the technology first, we now have the technology through natural language processing, for example, and AI to augment that agent, as Nick said's job to make it easier for him or her to have that data. But from a demographic point of view, and this, by the way, Generation Z, uh, you know, those who are used to technology, but also now are high expectations. So on a daily basis, they have Siri on their Apple, for example, that they're working. And, and they know that the technology is feature and future rich. So they expect that as a consumer, that they can have that when they go to a business to, or an enterprise to have CX. And the agent's the same. The agent also, particularly those who leave university and take up a context center agent job, are coming there with this. I mean, they're gamers. So they're coming there with this uh, mentality to be engaged. And unless we provide that uh, through tools like gamification, you're going to switch them off. And as Nick said saliently at the end, a switched off agent or a demotivated one in a dangerous way could lead to mental health and depression because you're sat there in a room and you're hearing complaints all day. So from that side, it's important that tools like gamification really keep them highly motivated and highly enthused. Yeah, well, it's a great point that you make there, um, Thomas, about engagement. Yeah, we need to keep the agent engaged. I think that's the second biggest challenge, David. You know, talk about um, what's impacting the agent experience. How do we keep them motivated and engaged when working remotely, um, working for home becomes the standard? Becomes the standard. Well, if I'm yeah. a company- it's the remote working world we live in, right? It's uh, I think a lot of people have felt a bit disengaged at times. Um, you know, so these these tools are becoming more and more important. Um, absolutely, absolutely. So, so I, I want to talk about that, those emerging technologies like AI and gamification in, in a moment. But before before we get to those, um, I, I want to talk about the role of, of the channel partner. Obviously, OneCom, big big channel partner of um, Five Nine. Um, you know, how are you able to address these these challenges, Nick? You know, as 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 the partner, um, you know, s- selling these, you know, Five Nine, and you know, perhaps others as well. Yeah, well, look, I think. First and foremost, um, in, in our partner five nines, we've got access to the capability needed to deliver a great customer experience and to keep agents engaged. You know, from the ground up, they've built services to enable them to deliver next generation contact center services that are no longer governed by location. So being able to engage people when they work remotely. So from a technology perspective, we've absolutely got the right partner. I think as a CX leader, as a bar, I think it's our responsibility to be able to take that technology and translate it in a way to our customers that delivers quantifiable value. You know, we work with our customers very much in the discovery phase. So we've got a, a full stage approach within one point. Discovery, cloud enablement, transformation, and then continual improvement. And it, that's the discovery bit is really important. Working with our customers to understand what that as is state. What is that current customer experience? What is the agent experience? How do we plot out a CX roadmap to drive valuable change? And clearly, I suppose, when we look at innovation and we look at all these different technologies that deliver value, contact centers still need to do two things. They want to deliver the best customer experience at the lowest cost. So working with OneCon and our team of consultants, 
we can work with customers to understand what that value looks like. What does that RO look like? And by taking communication and contact center tools from five nines, how we can deliver the outcome that we're looking for. Excellent. So, um, well, let's let's talk about some of those technologies we, we, we've mentioned already. You know, we, we're seeing a lot of emerging technology having a pretty big impact on this on this CX space. Uh, we're seeing things like AI. We've, we've talked about gamification already. Um, you know, are those are those technologies having impact on on agent experience or well being now today? And if so, you know, how? Uh, Thomas, do you want to kick us off on that one? Yeah, no, sure, absolutely. And I, and I just want to just hit home, just take one step back to next point. We Five Nine specialize in contact center, David. So our speciality is the contact center. But in a partner like OneCom, the customer is able to get the minutes, the mobile, the, the wireless technology, everything in and around the entire enterprise and have next team at OneCom be that one point of call. Previously, we used to use terms like one throat to choke. I prefer to use terms like one back to pack because... They can get everything from OneCom and not just the contact center. So OneCom brings that incredible value. Um, I just wanted to add that in. And also, to your point, AI and um, gamification, it really is here. It's not It's not a – and our job, both Fiverr and OneCom, is to educate the market. I've got CTOs literally, you know, closing the door and, and asking me in private, this isn't the industri- uh, a robot revolution. Am I replacing all my agents with R2-D2 bots? And that's a misconception. That's exactly not what it is. Um, again, back to what we said in the first question, we've got a generation up there who would rather speak to, I think they'd rather get hit on the head than speak on voice on a phone. They just don't like it. They prefer all the other digital channels like um, WhatsApp or, or whatever it is apart from voice. Now, now, we might be slightly different. Our generation actually like to pick up the phone. I still do. But that means the contact center has got to cater for that particular consumer who wants to talk digital, who wants to have all of their previous interactions appear to the agent so they don't have to repeat it. And that's what AI does. It augments that first interaction for the agent, having pulled all the data from a CRM tool, from a UC tool, from Google, where they have certain data and information on all of us. And they are best equipped to deal with that first call resolution. And, and before I leave, gamification is a more and more over the past year, post the pandemic, is becoming critical to, to this agent. Um, and, and that is purely because, like I said earlier, they need to be engaged and motivated. In the past, they were in a, in a big hall together, or let, let's call it a, a conference building. Now they're in a room alone. So where, where are the dashboards? Well, the dashboards have to be online. They can compete with each other. And through Five Nine Gamification, we literally give them an avatar. So um, they've got their own little uh, virtual version of themselves and they gain e-coins. So as you progress through the day and you make more calls, or you, your customer satisfaction score goes up because you're a great agent, you gain e-coins to which you can then purchase Apple iPhone, iWatch, PowerBooks, Nike trainers, you name it, the price that the prices are there to be to be bought with his eCoins. Here's a question for you, David, to keep this interactive. What do you think is the most popular prize amongst the agents? The popular prize, oh iPad, Apple, Apple Watch, uh Spa Break, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you know what? You're near it right at the end there. You're nearly there. It's actually Fridays off. Fridays off. There we go. We all love a, We all love an extra day off, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> I think 
everybody looks at gamification now um, as around agent engagement. And it's absolutely a fundamental business tool. If I, if I look back a couple of years ago, when we first started talking about gamification, I think contact centers, it was a little bit um, more challenging to put that business case, that ROI around it. Was it a nice to have? I think uh, a few years ago, certainly pre-pandemic. I think now it's a fundamental business tool. It's something that's absolutely needed to drive agent engagement, but also productivity, quality and customer experience. So talk about uh, you know gaining points. You can have that based on key KPIs. So what are quality metrics? What is the customer feedback? Um, what is the results from the e-learning? Um, so it really also unlocks some really valuable information from a teaching and a coaching perspective. So the team leads will understand how are those people performing? How do I need to coach and develop them? All whilst making it engaging and fun. You know, it's a, it's a fundamental tool now. So, Nick, I wonder if you, you could tell me, you know, obviously you're bringing all these different types of technologies together. You know, what, I mean, what's the one-com approach to, 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 to putting all this CX technology together and how's that impacting your, your customer ROI? So, as, as I mentioned before, when, when we're talking to our contacts and to customers, we've got a very defined approach, um, and it's all around discovery. Um, and that's really understanding what, how do they operate today, and what does their future state look like, um, and what are the quantifiable benefits. Um, some are quick wins. Some organisations will get quick wins just from cloud enabling, getting onto a CCAS platform, so it will enable them to deliver their, uh, their their operational opportunity. Every every organisation, their target operational model has changed. We are working differently now. We'll look at quick wins. We'll look at things around automation. We'll look at optimization. So there is that ROI element um, that we'll work with to with our customers. But then, as Thomas mentioned. I think the real value that OneCom can deliver as an end-to-end managed service partner is delivering all of the capability. We talk about the connected enterprise, and I know you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, the the news with with um, Five Lines this week. It's all about that that blurred line now between UCAS and CCAS. I talk about the connected enterprise, making sure that we deliver the right capability, the right tools to people, regardless if they sit in a formal contact centre or a non-formal contact centre, ultimately we need to deliver a great level of service and a great experience to our customers. So at OneCom, great expertise and pedigree in terms of delivering that connected enterprise, but also the connectivity, the wide area network, the Wi-Fi, the security. Then dovetail that with a managed service that's underpinned by continuing improvement. You know, a lot of organisations, they will, they will work with customers at the start to say, let us understand what the ROI is. What is the benefit? What does the, the outcome is you're looking to get? It goes past into delivery. Those things get forgotten. As part of our managed service, we've got customer success. So our client directors are focused, KPI'd and rewarded on ensuring that those valuable outcomes, that ROI is delivered through the relationship. So it's really, really important. Yeah. And of course, I mean, some ROIs clearly easier to measure than others you know how how happy are your your agents perhaps slightly more difficult but you know how are you measuring that is that is that purely through agent retention you know or or, or something else 
you know, some things are harder to measure than others. Some are quantifiable, if, if we're really simple. And when you think about things around sort of automation, AI, that type of stuff, if you've got the right capabilities and you're experienced and you understand the contacts into market, it's quite easy to work with customers to be able to deliver an ROI around that. Some of the softer things around engagement um, and ease of doing business with, because that's a key metric for customers. When they're dealing with their contact centers now, it needs to be easy to do business with. Then you've got to start thinking about retention, loyalty, cross-sell, upsell. So you can put numbers around it, yeah, but it's a little bit more challenging to quantify. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, Nick, you alluded to it just a moment ago. Um, you know, the, the UCAS and the CCAS markets, they are merging. We are seeing this. Um, but, you know, how is UCAS driving a CCAS space at the moment? And what, what does this, this mean for the future of the workplace or the digital workforce? So, Nick, Nick what, I mean, what's, what's your take on that and these two colossal markets um, coming together? Look, when the news broke, um, whilst it was surprising on one hand, you've got to say they're almost a match made in heaven. Yeah. If I look at um, both organisations, pride themselves as leaders in cloud, um, absolutely um, customer-centric. So everything they do is around making it easy, easy to do business with, easy to operate, easy to serve, easy to use. Um, and the point that Thomas made there, interoperability. I think working with five nines, the ability to be able to integrate with other applications, other telephone systems, other platforms, um, you know, no code type integrations or certainly low code. That is mirrored on Zoom too. So it's almost, if you think about the joining of these two together, delivering a, a UCAS stroke CCAS service that delivers what I talked about before, that connected enterprise, taking the principles where they've got an ambition to deliver the best customer experience, open standard, with the best access to the world-class ecosystem. I'm really excited about it. Now, I get it, it's going to take time, but I think, you know, when, when it happens, I think, yeah, it's going to make it a big, big noise in the industry. Yeah, and it's worthwhile touching, it's a great point, Nick, it's great while touching on that use case, David. So, you know, customer A is calling into the contact centre to question a bill query about their mobile phone. And at that point, the agent doesn't have the final answer for them. But if the front office and the back office are talking, the agent only needs to look at the UC tool and say, right, I can see that in Zoom they're on green and they're available, and then involve them in the conversation and resolve that call right then and there. So that talking and communication, as Nick mentioned, contact center might well be the front door, but the answer could be in bedroom number three, which is where the UC back office is residing, and they're talking to the front door, which is a contact center. So it's very powerful. I think it's key for first contact resolution. You know, so yeah, absolutely front door. Interaction comes through to the contact centre, but the answer may reside outside of the contact centre. So the ability to be able to collaborate and get that answer um, from somebody that sits outside of the contact centre, it delights the customer because we as consumers, we just want the answer quickly. But also longer term, it reduces the cost to serve. So it's a win-win for the customer and also the contact centre provider. Now, if I look at one thing, you know, we've got 
Um, and you know, we're, 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 we're proud to, to represent some of the sort of most recognizable contact centers out there. I think 90% of them we deliver an end-to-end service. We'd have started the conversation around contact centers. We'd start around what does that initial journey look like? But quite quickly, through consultation, understanding what they're trying to achieve, understanding what their current technical landscape looks like, we end up providing them with a single service that includes contact center, back office telephony, maybe mobile telephony, maybe some connectivity, because they just want it joined up. Well, it's, it's incredibly exciting for, I think, for the market as a whole, really. Um, you know, pe- people don't uh, spend $15 billion uh, for no reason. So uh, I think there are lots of people out there really excited to see uh, you know, these two big brand names come together and what, what they can achieve together. So uh, I think that's a, a really fantastic place to end today's discussion. Um, thank you both for joining me. Thank you. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you for the time. I really enjoyed it too. Yeah, really appreciate it. And thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungate, on CX Today. If you like today's discussion, please give us a like and a share on social media. It's greatly appreciated. That's it from me. I'll see you next time. Bye.